Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yes, total self-indulgence on my part. A sort of homecoming. Uh, how appropriate is Tyler Wright returns to the uh, Oilers organization. He will be one of our guests today on Oilers Now, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location, uh, Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy your office technology, software, IT, and supplies. This is Oilers Now. Uh, We have a jam-packed edition of the show today. We're going to have a lot of fun on uh, a Friday fun day. Just a quick story about that song. Uh, Brendan, I know you're uh, almost the same age, but uh, back in 1986, first year I went to work up north, uh, on a cassette, a friend of mine uh, named Charlie, as we were taking uh, driving back uh, from uh, Fort Vermilion, Alberta, we had wrapped up our uh, spring season, and it was on this date in 1986 as we drove back into town and he'd saved that song. Uh, He said, I'm going to play a song as we pulled into St. Albert uh, for the first time. And this is long before, you know, he could... There was no cell phones, none of that stuff, right? Uh, You couldn't text message anybody. I hadn't seen anybody in Edmonton in about uh, two and a half months since early May. In fact, I left the day after the Oilers were beaten by the Flames. Or some would say the Oilers got beat themselves in 1986 in Game 7. I left the next day to work up north. And that was the song as we rolled back into Edmonton. It was a sort of homecoming. It was a, a pretty cool uh, tune. And for the Oilers organization today, uh, they make it official. Tyler Wright will be the new director of amateur scouting. He's going to join us in about five minutes' time here in Oilers now. Of course, Tyler's the former first-round draft choice of the Oilers organization that really got a start in hockey operations under Scott Housen with the Columbus Blue Jackets several years ago and has worked uh, the last several years for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Archie Henderson, who's bounced around a bit as a pro scout. Uh, Archie's a unique character, and uh, he'll be the director of pro scouting. So, hey, that's Ken Holland's prerogative to bring in a couple of his guys from Detroit that he knows well. And so those two were uh, made official today. And we'll hear from Tyler Wright coming up at 12.15 today. At 12.35, out of the Athletic in Calgary, a guy that used to write for the Edmonton Journal, a real good guy, Scott Cruikshank. Calgary Flames are an interesting situation. they got four restricted free agents. Okay? Uh, those four 
Matthew Kachuk, hell of a player. Would have loved if the Oilers would have taken him uh, back in the 2016 NHL draft. Uh, I know there was some concern over his skating. I didn't uh, have those same concerns after, uh, you know, having friends of mine call after the OHL playoff series between London and uh, Erie telling me, Bob, the Oilers are crazy if they pass on Matthew Kachuk at number four. Of course, the Oilers already knew where they were drafting at that stage. But Kachuk is a restricted free agent. David Riddick, goaltender, is a restricted free agent. Sam Bennett is a restricted free agent. Is he a second liner? Is he a third liner? Is he the guy that can get squeezed? Andrew Maggiapani as well, a restricted free agent. And as an FYI, I'm just going to throw this year year away. Um, I've had some people suggest to me that maybe an offer sheet could be instead for one of those players, not named Kachuk or Riddick. Doesn't mean I mean Bennett either. Interesting scenario. I, I'm sure Brad Trey Living, who's a very good general manager, is going to find a way to get it all done with the Calgary Flames. They've got some flexibility, but they've got four restricted free agents that they got to get done here. Uh, we'll also talk about the storyline, Mike Smith and Cam Talbot uh, switching places with Scott Cruikshank out of uh, Calgary. Friday is a fun day, and, uh, well, we're going to play a tune courtesy of one Vern Fiddler. Now the Kelowna Rockets assistant coach wrapped up his career. Edmonton area product that not a lot of people thought was going to make it to the NHL and carved out a tremendous career for himself. Uh, Character guy, funny man, uh, you know, uh, and he's taken that next journey in his career. Uh, So we're going to hook up with uh, Vern coming down the pipe at about 135. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Uh, they've got the Romantics. What was the Romantics song? Text me at 6.30, 6.30. Was it Talking in Your Sleep? Was that their song from about 83? Uh, anyhow, uh, the Romantics, August the 9th at the River Cree Resort and Casino. You can visit com. Heartland Ford has their text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. Oh, by the way, um, today at... Uh, once in the first hour, once in the second hour, we're giving away a pair of lower bowl power packs. Yeah, uh, your winner's choice for the upcoming season. Again, once in the first hour, once in the second. Stay tuned because uh, you'll get a chance to pick uh, your power pack if you win. There will be a little bit of a trivia component built into giving away these tickets. I would suggest you probably 1250-ish, 120-ish on respective power packs. These options include an original six-pack, the Stanley Cup Champs pack, the afternoon pack, and much more. Stay tuned to find out how you can win. You can also sign up at edmontonoilers.com before the end of the week to register for priority access to purchase your own power pack before the general public. It starts at $139. Straight off to the direct work where... Audio Vault, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We got a lot of response yesterday to our uh, Matt Hendricks interview. Matt's just a, a terrific guy. Uh, he uh, officially announced his retirement. He's joined the Minnesota Wild in a uh, development role. And Matt Hendricks had this to say on playing in a Canadian market. The great thing about playing in, in the Canadian market is, uh, you know, just how much the fans support you. 
you know, you can read negative things everywhere if you really want to. But uh, in terms of having support, you know, you just look outside, you look at all the flags in Edmonton on people's cars and license plates and driving around and you see all the jerseys and the supports there. You're going to find negative people no matter where you go. So just try to avoid them and enjoy it. And, and when you do find success in those markets, it's a, man, what a, what a ride it is. I had that that year in Edmonton, and then, you know, two years ago with Winnipeg when we when we right. lost to Vegas in the conference finals. So it uh, it's a lot of fun when things are going well, that's for sure. But you know, I think that's what makes your teams, the Canadian market teams, need to be that much tighter as a group, where they can rely on each other when times are tough. All right, uh, that is. Matt Henricks, and that is our Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. 12-16, we're going to break for about 35 seconds to a minute. When we come back, we will have, uh, out of uh, parts unknown, well, I think he's in uh, BC as we speak, Tyler Wright, the Oilers' new director of amateur scouting. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1217. Bob Stauffer with you, along with Brendan Escott and uh, the one and only Dayton Abbott, who's uh, helping us out here for the next six weeks. So uh, anyhow, let's get right to it. As promised, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, you know, this was the worst kept secret in town. In fact, I think Archie Henderson was actually in Edmonton uh, as free agency started. He's a hard guy to miss. He's about six foot five and probably tips the uh, Toledo's uh, north of, well, I don't want to ever judge another man's weight, but uh, probably in the 240 to 260 range. Our next guest was a hardworking uh, former first-round pick of the Edmonton Oilers that etched out a career for himself. He's uh, gone down the management path for the last several years, went from Columbus to the uh, Detroit Red Wings organization where he went to work for Ken Holland. He is today officially named the Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting. We welcome uh, former Edmonton Oiler and now with the Oilers organization in a management role on the uh, scouting side. Uh, back to the show because I think he's been on once before. Tyler Wright. Hi, Tyler. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Guys, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um I got to tell you, Tyler, I didn't think when the Oilers were looking for a general manager, and we knew this, you know, back in late January, that Ken Holland would even be an option. Uh, but he ended up becoming the GM, and I'm wondering, you know, how difficult of a choice was this for you to follow Ken uh, to Edmonton? And and you know, you've got to have guys that were mentors, and Ken's a scout at how at heart. Uh, how has he helped you uh, in the journey along the way? Yeah, for sure. I think you you hit a lot of basic points there. Um, I mean, obviously got a long history with with Ken. Um, you know, I think it goes back even to my playing days towards the end of you know, kind of the towards the end of my career. Um, just having the opportunity to to be around him, and, and anybody in the hockey inner circle kind of knows if you ever have an opportunity to sit down with Ken Holland uh, um, for an extended period of time or a brief for that matter you're walking away with some you know some pretty good stories or some pretty good hockey knowledge um you mean the guys uh you mean he's extremely passionate about his state and obviously he's had success at, at, at the 
you know, at the higher levels here. And, um, you know, he's been a mentor for me for probably the last, you know, 20, 20 some years here. Um, and even, you know, trying to carve myself uh, a little bit of a path outside of hockey. And, you know, once you turn your page on your career, um, it, it's about, you know, reinventing yourself. So he definitely has been a, been a real positive influence. Uh, you know, it was a hard to leave Detroit. I think, you know, you put in six six long years of a little bit of a rebuild, um, you know, kind of on the fly where we're trying to stay alive and keep the 24 five-year streak alive of being in the playoffs, but it was, you know, eventually going to come to an end at that time. And I think, you, you know, when you look back and, and see what Ken has done and by, you know, accumulating the amount of draft picks in such a short period of time in the last couple of years and handing that off to, you know, myself and my staff to go out there and try to be as diligent as we can and make the right picks. And you're not going to make all the right picks every time, uh, but it's not for a lack of effort. And, um you know, a philosophy on the way you're trying to build your hockey club. So extremely excited to come on board with him. Um, I think it's a unique opportunity with Edmonton. Um, uh, I mean, if you compare Edmonton and Detroit, where you got, you know, two bona fide superstars in the league right now, and uh, you got, uh, you know, some big difference makers to build around, and, and I'm excited about that. We're joined by Tyler Wright. He was the 12th overall pick of the Oilers back in uh, 1991. Uh, went to the uh, Memorial Cup with the Swift Current Broncos in uh, 1993 when they had one of the greatest uh, power plays ever. Was that the year uh, Krelak scored like 49 power play goals? I think it was. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, he played obviously uh, for uh, Graham James and Rob uh, Rob Dom at that time. Uh, you mentioned Ken Holland, but there was another guy that I think helped you out along the way, and that's Scott Housen. Because uh, you were with Columbus for several years, and then uh, how's, was it was it Housen or was it Doug McLean that actually brought you in initially as a development coach? It was Housen actually. Yeah, and so you worked for Scott for a number of years, and and then got that opportunity with Ken Holland. So, how do you go from being a development coach to uh, going down the am- amateur uh, scouting path, and how different of a job was that for you, Tyler? Um, you know. I never really, to be honest with you, I never really kind of thought that the amateur would be, you know, kind of the side, the the road that I would take. But I think, you know, with with Scott giving me the opportunity to play uh, a big role in the development role with these young players, and um, you know, you kind of by default you you see the top prospects coming along, you coming along, uh, you know, because you're out whether it's in college or it's junior hockey or over in Europe, that you, you're seeing the next kind of wave and the underages. And, um, you know, that's the one one thing that's kind of, you know, I mean, when you're leading up into the draft year, um, you know, everyone talks about well, this year, this year, and this year. At the end of the day, these kids have actually been on the radar. The top-end kids have been on the radar for a couple of years. Um, so you're pretty familiar with them. And, and it's a process. It's a process, and and it's a reality check that you got to keep in mind that they're still young, young men at the age of eighteen. Some are fully developed, maybe physically. Some are a little bit more mentally mature than the others, and you got to weigh all these kind of pros and cons. And at the end of the day, you're you're trying to project these kids and have a little bit of insight that, you know, what are these kids going to be at twenty two and twenty three, twenty four, and and some are a little bit later developers than than others, and. Um, it's, there's there's a lot of 
a lot of dialogue and a lot of communication that has to go on behind the scenes. Um, and I was kind of intrigued by that. It was something different every year. Um, you know, housing gave me the, the opportunity to move into that role. Um, and I liked it. Um, you know, I think one thing that, you know, Scott, where, when, you know, he kind of left Columbus, I think if you look at, at what Columbus has done in the last couple of years, they've made a lot of changes, but I think there's still some, some core pieces in there that, you know, were under Scott's watch and, um, you know, some of the draft picks that we accumulated along the line. And I think you're going to see that in Detroit as well. And we're trying to bring that over to, to Edmonton and, and, you know, get this thing going to, to where everybody wants it to go. And um, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, there's going to be a lot of hard work to be done, a lot of travel and um, a lot of, a lot of dialogue, but um, up to the challenge. Tyler Wright joining us, named Director of Amateur Scouting today. He's a former Edmonton Oilers player that played over 600 games in the NHL. Bob Stoffert with you. So, Tyler, let me ask you this, because uh, we're getting this text coming in on our Heartland 4 text line at 630-630. Bob Green and Keith Gretzky headed up the Amateur Scouting in the last couple of years. I think there's a fair amount of confidence. Uh, I'll, I'll say this to you. I'm in your going into year 12 of doing color and had the show on the other station for six years before that, I would say in the last 18 years, this is the deepest the Oilers have been with prospects, and there is a confidence level on the amateur side. So on that note, uh, in your vision, does Bob stay a part of things? And then part two to with that, uh, philosophically, what's your take on how many crossover scouts you have as opposed to guys that specify a certain region? Well, I think I think to answer the second part of that question, um, you know, I've got to really sit down here over the next couple of weeks before, um, you know, towards the end of July, we start kind of go, getting back up and running here as far as some of the um, under-18 camps. And, uh, you know, there's the under-20 in Plymouth, and then you head over, obviously, the big tournaments over the Ivan Holenka Gretzky Cup that's over in Bratislava um, this year. You know, I've got to sit down and, and kind of dig through, um, you know, kind of what guys have done here in the past, um, certain crossover guys. Uh, obviously, I, I'm familiar with some of the staff. Um, there are some guys that I'm not familiar with, too. And, and you know, I mean, I'm a firm believer of giving a guy an opportunity to, to voice their opinion. Um, I'm trying to be a good communicator. I want to be a good listener. I want to listen to what these guys have to say. I, Bring me ideas. How can we get better? Um, I'm not the guy that's just going to come here and, and pound with an iron fist and say it's my way uh, or the kind of the highway. I, I think that we've got to collectively do this together. At the end of the day, a decision has to be made where that sits, sits with me, and, and I'll own up to it when we do make those decisions. But it's going to be a group, ep- group effort going forward. Um, as far as Bob Green goes, um, he'll be on staff working with, uh, you know, with me, um, at what point uh, and in what role, uh, you know, we really haven't sat down, but, uh, you know, we'll definitely be coming over to the Holenka with me and, and sitting down and, and going through philosophies. Obviously, you know, by myself coming in, I've got a little bit of a, probably a different philosophy on how things are going to run, and I'm going to put that in place. And um, At the end of the day, I have to filtrate kind of Ken Holland's um, you know, philosophy and the way that he wants the Oilers team to look. And, and that's my job is to go out into the area, guys, and make sure that that philosophy is getting filtered down. And, and we're, 
we're going to start evaluating on um, the way that we want the Edmonton Oilers to look like. Uh, the way that we want the Oilers to look like is different the way than, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers and the Calgary Flames want to look. And, and how can we get better? And, and, and where do we see the future of the game going? Um, and try to get ahead of that curve and constantly moving and constantly changing and, te- you know, tweaking our philosophies and going back and revisiting drafts and, and not so much to point blame, but more, more importantly to go back and, and let's have dialogue on why we like this guy and um, why did he not turn out? Why did we like this guy and turned out to be better? Um, how can we learn from that? Well, you know, and look at other people's drafts for that sure. matter. Why why did they turn out to be better players than we thought? And and try to implement it constantly growing every single day, every single year, um, trying to get better as a group, trying to get better as a whole. Um, we've got a lot of work to do. We, we, we pile all the year's work in for basically a 24-hour period at the draft, and it goes by quick. And, um, you know, pounding the table for Ken to get us a lot more picks. But at the end of the day, we're trying to – we're trying to – Put a put a better product on the ice and and be a better club and and get into the playoffs and and that's our goal. All right, uh, Tyler, we're running up against the news here. We're going to reach out to you another time, uh, maybe in September or something like that, once you get settled in. But thank you for taking time to join us on Oilers Now. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, guys. Thanks, Thanks a lot. That's, yeah, see ya. See ya, Tyler. That's Tyler Wright, former Edmonton Oiler. Uh, late into the break at 12.29. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy, and then we're going to talk a bit about the Calgary Flames restricted free agent situation with Scott Crickshank. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.